This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Thank you everybody. All right, I'm still sick. It's not COVID. Important to note. Still still team no co, built different, etc. But uh <laughs> a very tumultuous week for me health-wise. Um you got the Phil Gull flu. Mate, I I didn't you have Gus. COVID. Um no, he had a flu like, like this week as well. I think it's the oh, same. Oh right. Okay. The magic yeah, man flu. Maybe. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, literally went to bed Tuesday night, woke up. The only things I did on Wednesday were get a go and get a COVID test and do that 20 minute podcast that we did. And then I slept again until midday Thursday. So across like a 37 hour window, I slept for about 36 hours. So I was well and truly out of it. Um, still coughing a lot. Uh, if, if you hear me go mute at any point, that, that's probably why, but most of the symptoms have, have gone away. It's either, so. it's either you coughing or me being boring and talking for too long. Those are the two reasons you stop talking. <laughs> this okay. Well, it's good that the Broncos are up first because I've been holding a so cough for you a can little you while. Hold, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> one to cough through. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, Back in the chair, uh, still a bit, still a bit under the weather, but good enough now that we can hopefully give you guys a full episode. Uh, apologies, you didn't get the full Magic Round post Magic Round experience last week, but in a way you did because I think a lot of people coming back from Magic Round, uh, as Mitch said, picked up that Magic Round flu and were hurting a little bit. Um, so, yeah, and we're yeah. not going to go back and uh, talk about last week's stuff because that's last week. That's what happens. We'll talk about one or two things <laughs> yeah. that news. We're not going to go back and talk about how good Magic Round is. Everyone's no, it was good. It, all, yeah. it was good. It was. Don't move it. Um, all right, uh, the Kevolution rolls on. They won again. Uh, no Adam Reynolds, no problems. Is he a system player, Mitchell? He may be now, the Kevolution being the system. It's yes. just uh, neither the jump start, neither the jump of cables Adam Reynolds had. And, but once he got it going, it's, it cannot be stopped, just like momentum. It just, it just keeps going. Yes, of course, famously. Uh, yeah, so the, like the Knights have all the hallmarks of a, of a really bad team. Like, because it just looked like I was watching the 2020. I've been over it with what I think of um, how Romney Seabold's errors a lot. But in that first half in this game, it was like, because again, Milford's there too. It was just, just like a couple of those games in the Seabold and the, and the like, Waltz there last year and the Broncos are bad. Is that, you know, they were in the game. They're in, you know, it's, they got heaps of possession. They got the ball, whatever. They look likely, yeah. but they have six fucking points. It felt like no matter <laughs> you know? what Milford did, they were going to praise him. And he got a lot of plaudit. And I'm, I'm, I've, I've no reason to anything. dislike Anthony Milford, but it didn't seem to me like he was grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck in the way that we were led to believe by the commentators. He, okay, he did have a try created that was taken away from him. And I, I agree. I think regrouping is dumb. That's the rule. You know, and that's how it's always been ruled. That's in the first half. Milford did set that try up, but the rest of it was just the classic Anthony Milford where he has those kind of likely looking runs, you know, spins, kind of doesn't break a tackle, kind of does, and then tries to milk a penalty and then nothing happens. You know, he didn't really create anything. And then, and then the second half, it was the reminders of why I was done with Anthony Milford. A lot of those bombs were put up without any intent. Just like there, there were some big bombs, but a couple of the fourth tackled kicks because I don't know whoever told him to kick on fourth, they ruined his career, whoever that is. But a couple of fourth tackle kicks... And a couple of bombs that were too deep with a really poor kick chase. And those are big contributing factors in the Broncos getting on top of that game. It was like poor kicks, poor chase. 
But that's what I was saying with the Knights is like they first half when they had the ball, they're all up and about. And Frizzell came back and he was full of piss and vinegar. He played really hard. But like the moment Broncos had a, a, a swing of possession, they were going to win. I was pretty confident at halftime that it was six all that well, we're going to win this game. We're going to run. We've been better in second halves all year. We're going to run over them. And, and they did. And that instruction calls wrong. Everyone's agreed by the NRL. Like, whatever. And what the NRL said about it is true that you can pass beforehand and it not be an obstruction. But I don't think anyone thinks he passed before going behind him, bar the mm. ones who ruled on it. But anyway, that happened. It did. But again, hallmark of a shit team. That happened. And the Knights folded instantly. It went from 14 12 to getting beaten 36 12 at home. 30 points yeah. conceded in the second half. And um, it, that's what bad teams do. Yeah, your backline had an absolute field day. Felt like you were just sort of breaking off long runs out wide whenever you really felt like it. Killed them through the middle. Um, Trick Carrigan, Renaissance continues. Even John Ricky was okay. Um, yeah, dude, it's, I mean, the Knights at this point, you, you, you're thinking they're like almost the bottom four team. Like they beat the Bulldogs last week. And I mean, we were really drunk, but it was one of the worst games I can remember. And yeah. largely, apart from that, they've just been getting absolutely pounded every week. Well, I mean, more they're, or less. They're, they're second last now. And many people had them for the spoon and we laughed at them. And we'll see Clifford's back this week. They did look better this week, the first half of guys back. But like, it's just the application's not there, mate. Like once they're down, they pack it in, hey. Like they're down. They're, they're definitely locked into that bot bottom four at the moment. Yeah, Adam O'Brien. I uh, don't know what he can do to turn this around at this point. I'm not sure. Maybe it's time yeah. to get Nathan Brown until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And see, but yeah, in the first half of this game, right, the Knights were running pretty hard, and mm. they fought. They, you know, they, not a lot, but they broke 12 tackles. You know, Brisbane broke 15, but they broke a few tackles. Had a couple of line breaks. Made you know 989 meters, about about 100 more than Brisbane. The entire second half, they broke two tackles. Like that's, you know, it's only two missed tackles by Brisbane in this half. That's ridiculous. That's how piss weak they were, how much they folded over and bent over. And Brisbane broke their line eight times in that second half. As you said, the, the outside backs had their way with them from then onwards. And Brisbane um, only, it was one of the classic ones at completion, right? Like Brisbane only completed, completed at 63%, but it didn't fucking matter. Because <laughs> like they just, they, they, they were completely bad it. completion rate didn't matter. Yeah, oh. well, I mean, that's completely over, uh, overrated. We know this, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, they Brisbane just rolled right through them in that second half and scored. Um, I know they piled on the points right at the end, but how alarmed are you that Selwyn Cobbo is quickly becoming the new number one boy on, on, on the broadcast? I know you don't like that. No, I'm okay with it because at least in this instance, he was doing things. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate, I hate number one boy in the podcast. Like, sorry, on the broadcast, like about what they could do. I don't mind it when they're doing things. And I'm obviously going to get sick of it, but you can see that there's a bit of a switch turning from Stags to Cobbo on, on who they're going to yeah. overblow and wrap. And, this game uh, was like when Lisa, the Lisa, when Lisa becomes a vegetarian and there's the first lamb, then the second lamb, and then the third lamb, they get progressively cuter. And the family, yeah, yeah the first lamb's Ponga, the second lamb is Stags, and the, the, yeah. the, the, the one they love the most in the end is Cobbo. Oh, Cobbo. You could hear that stuff on the call. Mate, that was, before um, he even got the ball, Ennis, calm down. But uh, yeah, but he, yeah. He, he had a, he's improved in leaps and bounds in one season. Like, you know, he made he was leading the competition errors, and he's still leading the competition errors. But he had like eighteen errors in the first five rounds. I think he's at like twenty one or twenty two since, like all up. Mm. 
But kick chase has improved. His yardage has gone through the roof. Like he's so much more physical and contact coming out of his end. And and that's what you want to see. And I think like we'll pick our origin teams later. I think he's going to debut for Queensland on the back of it already. Like yeah. he's been so good the last five weeks. And that and that's Billy Slater spoke about the other day on on one of those Channel Nine programs saying that what he's looking for is the effort areas and the con like, you know working in yardage whenever. And that's what Selwyn Cobo has shown. He's been exceptional the last few weeks. And you finally seen that potential they're talking about. With Selwyn for a number of years now, so that's been good. And the being the lover boy will annoy me eventually, but it's been reactionary more. So it really kills me this year. Like when they were t- spent the whole first like four games of the year saying give the ball to Stags, that was killing me. Yeah, because that wasn't going to fix anything. Just throwing the ball at Katoni. But there is a guy there. I will give a quick rap to. I've got some numbers here, but I think like Corey Pakes has actually had like Reynolds has obviously been the thing for Brisbane, obviously. And once they've got going and got winning some games, the confidence is there in this young team. And we've seen them go, you know, take massive strides. But Corey Pakes, for mine, has been one of the big players in that. Like, he, he only started in round five, his first game of this year. In that, since round five, the Broncos have only scored eight times with him off the field. But they've scored 23 times with him on the field. And it's, and it's not like that's a skewed thing. He's played 289 minutes... And they play 279 without him. So it's like a 15-minute difference or so. But essentially, they score a try every 12 minutes when Corey Pakes on the field and every 33 when he's off. And that kind of stuff matches the eye test when you watch them play, how much better that team starts rolling when he's on the field and how they've always had these dominant second halves. It's when, it's when Corey Pakes is on the field. And three of those eight tries I mentioned too have come – sorry. Yeah, three of those eight I mentioned without him on the field have come – just after he's gone off, they'll come on that, you know, the game's over. They've put three on at the end of the game. But mm. since round seven as well, in this, in this run, we've had the Broncos have won the period Corey Pakes have been on the field, 124 to 17. When he's off That's that field, good. it is. When he's off the field, Broncos have scored 32 points and conceded 28. So they're still, they're in a winning period patch, obviously. But they've scored 124 points with him on and only 32 when he's off and he's playing like half the game. That's ridiculous. And, you know, and I don't even think it's a massive rap on him. It's more that once this team got competency like him, like Reynolds, like Tamari Martin, they can just roll. There's all those talented guys we've finally seen. We've heard all about the talent. We've finally seen him get to use it. And the, oh, the difference when Pakes is off the field is that Billy Walters is at nine, and he is dreadful. But, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been really good, Corey. So he mentioned after the game maybe his minutes are getting tapered up. Who knows? And um, one last couple before we move on, we're going to talk about Ezra. Debut, one of those classic ones, you know, when people talk about numbers in, in rugby league all the time, mate, and they talk about tries and like garbage. You you tell me, you ask anyone how many tries Ezra Mam had in this game, they wouldn't fucking, like, he had two tries, he had three live, it's down to two now, a line break assist and a line break. That's and good. if you're just rating play, but if you're just rating players off that, which people do, and then you watched him play, there's a bit of a gap between the two. He was raw. he had some flashes, but he wasn't fantastic. Yeah. He was raw. Caught up on the day, you know that, that happens. Caught up on the day on two p.m. They said he got he got told he was playing. They didn't seem to get him involved often. He's playing again this week with Reynolds out. He'll probably be more comfortable. But it's just one of those mm. ones. Now you look at it. Oh, we had two tries in the game. Must have been fantastic. And no, he wasn't. Well, one of them was that offload where like the whole team like everyone stopped playing basically. Yeah. But that was yeah. well. One of the things with uh, with Mam is that you know, and we don't like talking about it as Broncos fans because. The next, ver- you know, they've always got the next this, the next that. Mm. He's as close as to the next Milford as I've, 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 I've ever seen. And we won't talk about it because Milford has, wasn't good for us. But like that 
uh, jammy shit try assist had Tony Milford written all over it. Yeah, <laughs> like, flowing the ball out the back off a you know off a average offload, and it was Tony Milford who didn't compl- who was offside for the offload. But yeah, just jamming. Ironic. And then that lovely kick at the end. Was uh, yeah. Yeah, nice touches, super young, super raw, but yeah, good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, we didn't really get to talk to the Barrett stuff last week because I was busy dying, but um, he gold. Uh, Mick Potter took over. No revenge game for him. Uh, revenge game for <laughs> Brent Naden, though. Uh, and uh, New Brown, who I don't think any of us can think of without <laughs> thinking about yeah. the time he put his phone in a microwave because he read on 4chan that you could charge your phone by doing that. Uh, he was mm. back, which was cool. Um, yeah, uh, the Bulldogs are terrible. They're really just awful. And Matt Dufty's playing fullback again this week. Where the, where's Corey Allen? That. Send out a search. Where is he? I can't believe he he's playing again this week. Like, I, like truly, it, I can't believe he's playing. I'm starting to worry that Corey's not going to get his Maroons jumper back. <laughs> but like, like, I, I, I truly can't believe he's playing again this week. He's been begging to be dropped like all season. And then he lobbed up and played like he did last weekend. He was I'm really shocked poor. he's been dropped. And and Corey Allen isn't injured. So I checked that today after he wasn't named in the 21. And he played in the center, centers in reserve grade. I do want, wonder if I think Declan Casey's in the 21. He's been playing fullback in uh, New South Wales Cup. One game of fullback, sorry, New South Wales Cup. So it's How many origin series has he won? None. Exactly. Bullshit. But they did make a change. So Corey Allen had played fullback in cup twice this year this week he played center and and um they named Declan Casey fullback maybe he didn't actually play fullback but the numbers look like he did but uh yeah it's I don't know I don't know why he's not there Dufty teams put up with his faults when he was creating points or at least trying but he wouldn't even try in this game mate to chase any like any like that kick he gave up on chasing the chip kick just total passenger he signed his deal to go to sleep he doesn't care Matt Burton's not staying here a second longer than he has to. You reckon? I don't know. It'd be, it'd be pretty sad, but fuck. Like, if you're him and sort of you can get, like, a comparative amount of money to go to, like, the Roosters or the Storm, why why the, why the wouldn't you? Oh, mate, this is one of those things, like, I was going to talk about it when we got to the um to the period when we talk about Origin, right? But if this, if what, if Origin was picked in round one when... These two centers are out. He'd be in the centers. Yeah. They've tainted him so much. He's not even in the conversation. Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, we did our teams today. I didn't even think to put him in. Mate, he's like, I was looking at looking at things like, you know, there's, there's been graphics put out by tele, the Telegraph and, and mm. Fox or whatever. And they always, oh, you know, who's the center candidates? He's not even on those. Like they put like seven people on him and he's Jeez. not one of the guys. And that's why the stuff like this is why players don't go to these clubs. And he got when he signed that deal, it felt like a good deal for him. He already know he want, wants more money to stay now, but yeah, he's he. I reckon if he's still at Penrith, he's playing. Obviously, if he's still at Penrith, he's playing Origin. So you don't even reckon if he's still at Penrith, he's playing Origin now. Yeah, he's at left center. He goes straight in, but they probably pick Stephen Crichton instead. And yeah, that's like a you know hundred k on the table. What's the point of getting paid more at the Bulldogs? Yeah, and I, I'm sorry, but like, even if I preferred playing five eight, I'd rather be playing center for the Panthers than five eight for the Bulldogs. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, if he gets a million dollars to play, sure, to okay, play five but, eight, different, but he's got to get a million dollars first, right? I mean, but with his contract, right? Like, he has an option for next year, right? 
Like I'm, I'm uh, not exactly next year sure. Next, next year, year or the year after, after he's got an option. right? Okay, yeah. but like if if Marnie comes in and they don't really get any better, like they might just fuck off. Yeah, well, and then we're well, yeah. I mean, you've only got so many years of playing footy. It's hard, right? Because like obviously we want parity to an extent. We want the sort of teams that have not given their fans much to be happy about recently to give their fans something to be happy about. But you're if you're a player, you only have like a very limited shelf life as a career you you're gonna make money no matter where it's not like you the are. it's not right it's not it's not english soccer right where jack Grealish goes well if i go to man city i'm going to get a life-changing sum of money compared to staying in aston villa where i'm still making yeah. a lot of money but like it's it's you know it, it's millions compared to multi-millions you know what i mean whereas yeah. that's not the case in NRL, right wherever he goes he's gonna get paid roughly the same amount he might make a hundred grand a year more at the bulldogs yeah. but or less. that's a drop that's of, and when you as you just mentioned when you factor in rep payments that number gets a lot smaller. And also, is, 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 I don't think 100, 200, 300 grand over five years is enough to make me want to slog it out in a shit team rather than like challenge for premierships and get rep jerseys. And not even like also one of those other part factors there is that, and it's the same thing, even though he hasn't played first grade, but Nick, Jaden Nickarim was signed with the storm over other teams we're going to have him, for example. Because he said, I'm more likely to get less at the storm now, but paid more elsewhere next year. You know, and that also factors into these kind of things. Like the Broncos have lost shitloads of players the last few years because they suck, and you can't blame a lot of them. I mean, all of a sudden they're resigning now, but you know, for even when they sucked, right? You play at Brisbane, you get paid over your market value the next year. You know, if Burton was just at the Bulldogs instead of ever at Panthers, even though we know he's playing well, the mark there's he's not some huge market looking to pay. Him, no, we're we're talking about him like we're almost talking about him like he's like a Luke Brooks type almost. Not yeah. that he's not like not that he's the same sort of player, but more the same sort of toiling away in a bad team. Never. Yeah, and I mean, and Brooks. Well, I mean, he won the really halfback of the year at the Tigers. He was good exactly. at one point, you know. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's so, interesting. And, and you know, they've they got rid of Barrett as you said, and they made some changes to their team list this week. And what a shock! There's still some shit players there. Like, mm. like you know. Why do we do this? Do not what? you and I, because we're not stupid. But like, why do we get so carried away when teams that were like atrociously bad sign like two or three dudes, and we think that that's like Matt Burton's a good footballer. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. Josh Adakar is a great winger, a, a very service reliant winger though, as we're seeing. But like. Why do we think that signing like two or three guys, one of whom is playing in a position that isn't really, you know, conducive to winning premierships anyway, in a, in a, in a winger? Um, why did why did so many people just get on board with the idea that it was like sort of this fate accompli that they were just going to not suck anymore? Mate, well, I see, well, we put I picked them as my spooners, and you think you I had them fifteenth and yeah, last fifteenth, and yeah. um, and it's just one we won't talk about mate. my we won't talk about my spoon prediction of yeah Cowboys. but it's fine I, I'm just saying that, that's it we never I never bought into it. I liked some of the signings they made yeah but you never buy into that stuff when when you see they weren't they weren't a good young team waiting for one or two guys to take it all next level they weren't mm. there's a lot of average players in that team they've wasted a lot of that cap because you look at their roster mate and still no matter who they've signed it's like where the fuck is the money. If you look at their roster, it's like, where is it? Even if you've overpaid Pangai and Thompson and Adokar and Burton, and we know Burton's not even overpaid, but if they overpaid those guys, you still look at you like, where is the money? Hmm. And it's because like they pay guys like they pay guys like Jake Avarello, apparently, like like 400k, 500k a year. And those things add up. Like he's just not that guy. He's just 
maybe he's a first grade footballer, but he doesn't look like one in this team. And the signing, you said, if they made some really key signings and then had a half decent roster in the first place, you can believe in this huge leap, but they didn't mm. like, you know, Jerry Marshall King is still their nine. They brought in Matt Dufty, who most people switched on, knew he wasn't first grade standard. For some reason, yeah. it was a good signing. Well, they brought in Dufty. Ockenball sucks, played lots of footy. Haven't got a halfback still. Uh, Josh well, Jackson, reputation, but, you know, he, not good enough for first grade anymore. Honestly, tries his hard at not good enough. It's just strange to me. It's like you look at the Sharks is a perfect example of a team that didn't make the eight last year, but you could obviously see they had good players. They had guys like Will Kennedy, Teague Wilton. They had good players. And then they mm-hmm. signed guys who we know, like we know Del Lucan is a good player. Mm-hmm. We knew Nico Hines in, in the right system would be an effective Decent. player. We knew those things. So they were like, a, they, to me, were an obvious team that was going to go from not being in the finals to being in the finals. And I guess with the benefit of hindsight, the Cowboys were a team that I probably should have seen doing that as well, but because they did the same sort of thing. They had these young, talented players who I don't think either of us really thought were going to sort of oh, rapidly we, get as good as they could so quickly. We've seen, but, we've seen the story at the Cowboys so many times. I have yeah. to see it to believe it again, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, they signed a couple of experienced players, like guys like Chad Townsend. People make fun of Chad Townsend, but the guy, his teams make the finals pretty much every year that he plays first grade. That's a good signing. Tom Dearden didn't work out at Brisbane, but they signed him. That's like, you know, and they're making it work. But yeah, the Bulldogs and- didn't do anything like that. They had the worst roster in the league. They signed a couple of sort of, and I, like Josh Icar is almost a luxury player, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not a transfer. That's not a transformative signing. Like that's not, you, you don't win comps because you sign a winger who's really good at finishing chances, especially when you're the team that creates the fewest chances in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, with Bulldogs, I, I yeah, I'm with you, mate. I, like, I don't really know where they go. I mean, uh, look, I, I, I'm happy to give them one more year and just see what because I think Reed, I, I'm a huge Reed Marnie fan. But again, they're not going to have. They're still like we're mate, still no closer. Cap for Christ's sake, <laughs> like their forward pack's not going to get any better really because they're not going to be able to. They've got Kikiau coming in, but that's it. They're not going to be able to sign anyone else now because they're somehow at the cap. So. They're going to probably be stuck with the same sort of backline issues again. They still don't have a halfback. Um, uh, I don't know. They're going to have they're going to have Matt Burton, Reed Marnie, a couple of nice players out wide. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and David Pangai when he's yeah. not suspended, like exactly. And they brought in Gus, and Gus said he waited a year essentially to see what the joint was doing. And this is the rebuild now, and about. You know, in 2019, 2020, I thought, you know what? They're doing the right thing. They're not being forced into making all these signings. You know, like in 2019, two years after Des was there, they won 10 games, mate. Like, but I thought they're doing the right thing. They've, they've got an okay-ish squad, not a great squad, but they had like an okay-ish team who were trying their guts out. And they weren't, a lot of guys were trying to go there and get paid, if you remember. And they weren't taking yeah, anyone. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, they're doing the right thing and rebuilding here. And then they've just gone and made all these signs, spent all their cap, and now they fucking suck. And they're, they're, they're no better than they were then. They're worse uh, uh, than they were then. I mean, Josh Jackson's a decent player, but he seems he's got all the hallmarks of a guy to me who's getting paid way more by the Bulldogs than any club would offer him should he have tested himself on the open market. Yeah. Like, okay, so these guys aren't great young players, right? But in that Bulldogs 319 team, you know, Nick Meaney was there, for example. You know, Nick Meaney, Remus Smith, you know, not fantastic players. Nick Meaney, Remus Smith are there. DWZ was there. 
I didn't rate Harper much, but he's a, a rotational first grader out at the at Manly. You know, Adam Elliott's there. Adam Elliott probably had to go, but it's like they had those guys right, and like they're not amazing, but. You know, Nick Meany, like, he's fine. He's a first-grade footballer. So is Remus Smith. Like, they both went to the Storm, and, you know, they're both starting for the Storm when they're fully fit, and we've seen the drop without them there. But those are the kind of guys you keep around, right? And then you bring in the super- superstars around them. But instead, they punted them and then still have still have Ockenball, who was there then, there now, not good, still have Ockenball. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> and yeah. then just thought they'd fix their entire roster by bringing in like three players, four players. I don't know. It's like they just didn't have, did they not sign any, like they didn't poach any young players anywhere else. I don't know. And I don't know, like their juniors, like Gus are going to apparently fix their juniors, which usually just is to get to, allowed to throw a million, billion dollars at their juniors. But it's just terrible, mate. Like their best junior in the last like four years is Aaron Shop. He's not even theirs. They got him from the Dragons last year. Mm. I don't mind him. And they're going to lose, like, okay, they don't want him either. I like, I like shop, but it's like, yeah, whatever. And they got Jack Hetherington. They're going to, like, they invested him and they're going to lose him somehow. Like, someone else is going to pay him more than they're willing to pay him. But it's, yeah. it's even sort of, like, reported they're paying, like, Joe Simpson 400K. It's like, are you kidding That's me? a lot. Yeah, it's just terrible, mate. And it's like, they're just going to have to hit the rebuild button again. And who's their core? Luke Thompson. He's got, they want to get rid of him, right? So, that Thompson is, like, Matt Burton's just build around Jacob Caraz. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's not good, is it? Oh, the poor old doggies. Uh, Tigers fans must be sitting back feeling pretty happy that we spent 15 minutes talking about how miserable another team's future is instead of them in a game they played it. Good for them. Congratulations. There you go. Perfect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Parramatta beat Manly. Uh, look, I like the Eels. I don't like Manly. Actually, you know what? I don't actually dislike Manly all that much. Anyway, I like the Eels, but this was an all-time hose job for the refs. They absolutely got away with one here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we talk about teams getting hose, and it's obviously it's going to happen more without the blowouts last year. People think refs folding is back for no reason, but one referee mistakes happen, all that kind of stuff. But man, they. I don't. People know my thoughts on Manly. They got absolutely hosed in the last five minutes, and you know you kind of knew when that that tackle from um, Tui Pelotu was like get, that was the game essentially. I thought, yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah. I just I like, is it high contact? It just didn't I thought it was. It looked me. fine to me. Like I yeah. don't know. Like especially like, and I'm, again, it, I'm not like. Also, the guys at like hip level when it. Because he falls, like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Then it's I'm not even about the falling thing, but it's like he's like backwards as well. So I'm like he fell forward into whatever. He's like leaning backwards. I don't know. And that happened with like seven minutes to go. But like it's also one of those ones. It wasn't the initial call. It was like it was called later. You know, and it's like the was it the touch you called it? But I only watched it like five times. I just couldn't see where the like the actual high contact was. And maybe it is high contact. We never got a good view of it. But that happens. Uh, the the forward passes it though. Like Junior, what is is it Borlo now? I don't know how to say Junior Paulo's name now. It was thrown like three, four meters. It was thrown directly. That was forward. not the worst forward pass of the weekend somehow. But yeah, pretty forward. Like yeah, like I even right now as we're talking, I just watched that kind of that that tackle frame by frame, and it's like maybe he wraps the back of his head, the arm in the back of his head or something. But I think like 
I don't know. We're going to sound like old men and saying, I don't think it's bad. I just didn't think it's a penalty. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Manly, I mean, their season's over, right? Tom's gone. I mean, I think their season might have been over anyway. Yeah, but like, he's still really good. But they're not going to have him for the rest of the season now. So yeah, there's like they're trying to get him back at some point. But like, if you had, you've got like two weeks left, and you're out of the finals, why would you bother? Ruben Garrick has been surprisingly competent at fullback. He's very handsome. Yeah. So I don't think they'd try. I don't think they'd say their season's over either. Well, they they're not lots of wins, but you know they beat the Knights and Titans with him lost. Jorge Tafu is back. That's fun. Yeah, it's weird. So you you think their season's over, but this is it's been such a weird year, mate, that I'm not really willing to call a team. Well, Seattle's still in the eight right now, even though they fucking yeah, stick. I'm not willing so, to call a team yeah. with five and six and say Camera fans over were saying yet. they were gonna get the wooden spoon like two yeah, weeks ago. But, now they're well, yeah, that, out of the finals on four and against. They've re- they they flipped the script like that Canberra did. Like they looked garbage and now they don't. You know? Like what mm. can we Yeah. Yeah. Uh Parramatta, I mean, good win. Should be higher than sixth, I guess, but I guess it's pretty log jammed up there now, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck, we are so shit. Oh, we'll get to them. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> any, uh, anyway, I don't care. I don't know. Uh, I mean, was... well, other takes. I mean, Eels got lucky in that one again. They're, they're, they're also in that basket. Like, I still have no rate on them at all. I still don't they get can them. beat the good team, so that's going to get there. They can. They Yeah, they, they'll hang around. But yeah, it feels like every other game. Bar, like, they feel like they're the most in control in the plane, the Storm and Penrith. And yeah, it's weird. Why does like why does he keep changing his starting lineup too? Like weird ways. Like why did he name Madison at, at lock, move him to the bench, and then now Papali's playing middle, and Neocore's on the edge. Like what? Do you, why? And now this week that's happening again. It's like why is Papali not staying on the edge? And Madison is great in the middle. I don't get it. Madison's been really good off the bench, by the way. Like he'd um. This is classic Ryan Madison. He's doing that, playing well in the middle, doing his job to run money next year. And then he'll go somewhere else and bitch about playing in the middle again. Just stay in the middle, Ryan. You're really good when you play there. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, the Dragons played the Warriors. Um, I think the election coverage had started when this game was kicking off. So I, I just, I was like, oh, Dragons, Warriors, whatever. What happened? Talk to me about it. Oh, the Dragons Warriors. Well, I um I did have the election on the second screen, but I was watching this game as well. So at the same time, uh, well, I mean, what what are we doing here with the Warriors, mate? Like, <laughs> you know, like same same old garbage. Uh, somehow they, I mean, they scored four tries a piece, right? Somehow they looked like they were going to win the game for a while there, but they just, mate, they're just terrible. They're just awful. I can't like they're still four. They've still got four wins. This week's starting front one they're named is Murdoch Masilla and Jazz Tavanga. That's fun. <laughs> they're just awful. And they hang around with like decent like DWZ made some plays in this game. They're actually not too that's the weird thing, Bunga. They're one of those teams. They're not that bad at scoring when they enter the other, other team's 20. Oh, Lay guy's all right. He's okay. Yeah. They're not, not that bad at scoring when they when they enter the other team's 20, right? <laughs> it's it's weird. So they they, they score okay. Which is just like, but they're garbage most of the field. Like, whatever. Hey, they're they're Lodge, though. I think it's been a good week for them, mate. I reckon. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you this. I'm gonna almost guarantee the way they announced that is weird. I'm gonna almost guarantee you that he has not given up a cent. So I don't know where he's going, but just the way they they or early release granted. I I will 
I'm going to guarantee because he didn't give a cent up to leave Brisbane either, right? To get there, I'm going to guarantee you hasn't given a cent up. So oh. they're probably paying him right now to sit at home. <laughs> until it's nice for one there. of the good guys of the sport to catch a break. Yeah, so they got rid of him. I get that, but mate, it's they just got him in there. He's been there a year. If he hasn't even been there a full year, like that's part of the. the so you're allowed to travel rebuilds. to New Zealand. I, think, I believe so. Yeah, he I'm not being a dick. Like I'm being. Mate. He hasn't got any criminal convictions, man. Like, yeah, I guess it's true. Um, like he when did he get there? Like middle of last year. Even then, like how many games did he play for the Warriors? Fifteen. He played lot. fourteen games for the Warriors. There you go. Hmm. He's on to another club. I don't know where he's going to end up. I don't know if he's even got anything lined up, but I'll guarantee you that he's not giving up a sink because he wouldn't do it. He doesn't do that. Yeah. But they just, like, that's one of the classic Browning things, mate. They just brought him in and, like, you and Aitken and similar to, and they're already losing those guys. The perpetual Weird. rebuild, mate. Uh, Michael Molo, debut try is always nice. That, that is nice. And that's is he related right. to Cody, Francis Molo? He is. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying that I actually don't know. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming so because he, because uh, he can't. He, I don't know. I'm just assuming so. Uh, yes, I also is. don't. It's okay. Cause Good. He, Great. Well, I assume so because he was from Queensland, and then I, and I've just always thought they were brothers. So you know, never, never fact check myself on that. But you just ask. No, nah, don't. Like, I would worry about it. Yeah, but, Cody uh, Ramsey played fullback. It was it was right. okay. He's been better yeah. than like Mbai and um and uh, Tyrell Sloan have been. Tyrell Sloan really fallen off. Weird. He has. Yes, but yeah, the, the dragons also on the team, mate. They sit there; they got five wins. I don't like that. It's it actually shouldn't be allowed that they've got the same number of wins as Souths. It's it feels wrong. Yeah, one less win than the Roosters. That's and that that and, one I'm not that that one I'm fine with. Yeah, and their fans are miserable though. They think they like, and they, but they've got five wins, and they play the Bulldogs this week. Jesus, they're going to be above us. Where do we six, play the like, Tigers? Uh. They're going to be six and six and a boy. <laughs> We'll and after that, that they, they, they're going to drop some games, but they, you know, they haven't really got the toughest draw, so they might like. We went. Must we be nice to be one of those teams just, that doesn't have the toughest draw. They weirdly, you know, they're kind of competent. The dragons, mm. they're boring, but they'll they'll grind out some of these wins. Like, you know, they probably should have been. God, if they won at Suncorp last week, my God, they did beat the Roosters. That's true. That was yeah. funny. So they're, they're weirdly competent. Who they beat? The Knights, Tigers, Roosters, Warriors, and Warriors again. Great. Cool. There you go. Your mates. Fantastic. Why are they my mates? They just are. Oh, fine. Uh, Cowboys are good. I disavow. They're not going to get the wooden spoon. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you've decided that they're... <laughs> yeah, I they're think it's time. Bad. I think I can finally divorce myself from that take. There I think, you go. Uh, you know what? Unlikely you're like, you're like, last week going to get to eight what? wins, which is currently okay. how many wins the Cowboys have. You thought last week, you know what? They might get there. Were they favorites? Because like I thought they'd win this game, but were they favorites? Who? The Cowboys. The Cowboys, no. But I also I picked them in my tipping comp, and I thought they'd win as well. They weren't favorites. They think they're about two dollars forty, and then like, I thought they would anyway. And then Jerome Hughes wasn't playing. Currently fourth favorites to win the comp, by the way. Yeah, that's, and who's third? Roosters. Para, sorry, para. Yeah, that, that that makes a lot. Of, you know, I think that's probably fair because Parramatta has shown they can beat those guys, the other two guys. And I know, I know they beat the Storm in this game, but no, we're not kidding ourselves here. It was like Tyron wish it played, wish played fullback for thirty-five minutes. Marion Sevy, I mean, he's I not, think, he's not great. Sorry, Tyron wish didn't play fullback. He went off the bench. What I was saying, he played fullback way before. But Marion Sevy, I think the, the the Storm fans want to hang him and Dean Arena, and Dean was terrible as well. Uh, you know. Harry Grant played seven. 
Smith was at nine. Even Best thing was when Dean Aramia did the same stupid thing and kicked defense twice because it wasn't dumb enough they did it the first time. It was great. It was so bad. But him and Se- like <laughs> Sevy is awful. He's like, very when bad. They, when they signed him, like the Broncos didn't want him. When they signed him, I was like, geez, maybe he's going to be one of those guys who goes there and gets good. Nope. He's been there for a few years now. And I don't know how he's their first drop. I don't know how. Um, you know, Bellamy doesn't often get it wrong, but Wishart last year was a bad, last week was a bad call. This game, like, I don't know how, like, Will Warwick, you know, for example, didn't come into the first grade. I think he's he's pretty competent and he played, um, I think he played first grade last year, didn't he? Yeah. He, no, I'm wrong. But, you know, he's not exactly a, a raw youngster. He's like, he's, you know, a Olympic gold medal winner, mate. We, we know what those guys are doing now. They're upgrading into a, they're upgrading into playing rugby league, just like the fullback from this Lachlan Miller from the uh, from mm. the Sharks. But Will Warwick's been all right in Queensland Cup. Big wing. I was like, I don't know why he hasn't had a shot. But Sevy sucks. That's what I, they can confirm. You know, who doesn't suck. Who? Uh, Mari Talangi. He's really good. He doesn't. Well, he was in my origin. It's funny. We're talking origin later. I put in my origin team last year just because of desperation. But, he's uh, not. He's, he's not getting in this not, year. I thought about picking, but he was in well, my I, one last year. But, I nearly put Cobb at fullback just to pick Talangi and not pick Ponga, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, no, thirsty drink water makes mistakes, but also sets up lots of points. Tom Gilbert's looking like the only good signing for the uh, Dolphins. So if I had a great uh, And Mark Nichols. And Mark Nichols, yes. But yeah, mate, they're all playing confident, playing hot, and they've got that downhill running a lot. And I, I, really, I really hate they got this game against the Storm because like, you know, other teams that are competing up there won't get the storm. How like about this. the game of the round this week being the six PM Friday game? When does that happen? Yeah. Well, I mean, now now you've got the Cowboys without Tamalolo going into that game. So interesting there. No cough felt, but yeah, hey, just, they've got they've got Scotty Drinkwater. They don't need anyone else. They're not fine. loving that. You know, the top three you know, Panthers and Cowboys essentially got to play the Storm without half their good players. Which you know, you just like to see maybe you like the Storm take on. I mean, you got to play to us without. Players. Cam Murray and Latrell Mitchell. So. No, I'm just saying for the competition's sake, right? You, you got to play us without Latrell Mitchell twice. Who you played us without Adam Reynolds and lost. Well, you can, that's but I'm not complaining. Yeah. That's the whole point. I'm not complaining. I'm saying as the competition, not as Brisbane. Mm. I'm saying as the competition, you'd rather see those games be the ones stacked, right? Than see the Storm play the fucking Knights with half their troops missing. That but is we got, true. So we, so we got to see the Storm pound the Knights into into a fine paste, and then they end up playing like. You know, this, these things happen, but you end up playing the big games without those players. And um, it was Garb. Garb, like, yeah, great win for the Cowboys. Didn't get to put fifty on them, so I don't like that. They should like first fifty in what, like twenty years or something. If they did it, it would have been extremely funny. Yeah, the, they hadn't considered fifty since two thousand three, uh, Bellamy's first year, and I think their biggest ever loss was like the most they've ever considered is fifty four, which looked in danger for a little while there, and then the Cowboys just stopped scoring. So yeah, yeah. Tom Dean had a cracking game in this too. Just he, played, he's played been great. Shame yeah, on you yeah. for stopping believing in him. Um, oh yeah, coming from who? Sorry, <laughs> I doubted him at the Broncos, and I was right. I never said a bad yeah, word about uh, Tom Dean at the Cowboys. Never yeah, a bad word. So um, the, the, all the arguments. I, I? No, no, I said he wasn't good at the Broncos, and I was right. Um, uh, I didn't watch the uh, the next game was like middle of the election coverage. I didn't watch a second of it. Penrith won by a lot. Uh, the Roosters will be fine. Penrith are just much better than everybody else, I think. What did Penrith. you read? Hargraves do to get Simbin Mitchell? I mean, he he got himself Simbin by he so he tackled someone around the head underneath the goalpost. It's not like him. Yes, but it was more the fact that like he bitched the referee till till he got Simbin. Oh, which right. again, you wouldn't read about it. 
Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Good. Uh, you wouldn't read about it, but it, but it did happen, and uh, I, yeah. I didn't didn't watch it. That's like an almost full strength roosters getting absolutely clapped, though. That's not good for them, is it? No, you, you wouldn't think so. No, that that they didn't. Mm. That's exactly what happened. Full strength roosters team did get did get clapped. Uh, yeah, then another team. So many times we're saying this now. The roosters just can't be certain of if they're good or not. They're just average, but it's, it is the Panthers. They're pretty good, the Panthers. They're, they're, they are by far the best team in the comp, it feels like. and uh, mm, It does feel that way. It does feel that way. Because it's true. Yeah, that might be that might be why yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. But I, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I just feel like it just seems to be with Penrith at this point. As long as they keep Fisher-Harris and Cleary, almost everybody yeah. else is interchangeable. Oh, no. Almost everybody else is interchangeable. Yeah. And, you know. Like yeah, like whatever cares doesn't like yeah. Smash them. Yeah, this week Jerome Lewis, I'll take over and score a couple of tries. Why not? Who cares? Doesn't yeah, matter. and I know like the Roosters just they have they've had so many. I think last year probably you know we see these players on paper and we thought they'd be a much better team than what it is. But last year probably papered over some cracks for them with the the way that the North City Bears rallied and the six again rule right for them. But this year same issue as they've had most rounds. They have their underbelly is really soft now. Like. They're just not a team in, in, in the last five or six years that would crumble like this. But they've had so many games this year. And it's not always been big scores, but, you know, they conceded 32 here, 24 to the Eels, 20 to Brisbane, 28 to, to South, 20 to the Knights of round one. Like, that's just not what... just is not that good, is it? It's not. And and you wouldn't say any of them... Like, Rhea Hargraves is probably playing the best still. It's like, that's just not what they want. He's probably still their best forward. And Crichton had another okay-ish game, but he hasn't been the same player. Hasn't seemed fully happy there. Other second-row spots an issue. Victor Radley, not even Mm. playing right now anyway. And then the Hutchison-Watson hooker rotation is dirt, but Verrills is always injured. I keep forgetting they're getting Brandon Smith next year. They'll be fine. Yeah, but Joe Swale, played had a pretty good game. You know, his yardage works improved a lot quickly, and he smashed... um, Oh, he's a bill kick out, which is fun. He's a big part of the fighting mongoose's future, so that's there good. Go. Good for him. <laughs> um, I South should never go to Dubbo again. Is where I'm at. Yeah, what's your I, tagline um, for this one again? Two dick, two Dubbo. Um, <laughs> which, um, yeah, I, I said pre-game. Why are South favorites? Why are the Raiders two dollars eighty? If I was not a South fan, I would put some money on the Raiders at two dollars eighty, and for a variety of reasons, I wish I wasn't a South fan, but mm. that's the main one right now because that would have been easy money. Um, saw this coming a mile away. Didn't really care. It was wedged in the 12-hour window between Albo winning the election and Leeds securing promotion uh, survival. So, I mean, a good time for it to happen for me mentally because, like, just don't really care that much with the other stuff that's going on. But, yeah, they're shit. They're really bad. And, again, they just have so much ball and just don't do anything. Like it's it's ridiculous. I I don't understand why. Like, how are sets ending with like just giving Liam Knight the ball on fifth tackle, like, and to try to get him to try to crash over? Like, what? What's terrible, happening? Man. It's like either that's... try to swing it to Alex Johnson on tackle two, which everybody sees coming because that's the only thing that they're really trying to do, or it's a, a forward dies with the ball on the last. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, mate. Well, it's it's one of those things, mate. Like we see, 
you know, lots of people are defending them and, and how they're playing. And we see the numbers and all that kind of stuff. And they get down the field and they're in the opposition 20 and similar. And it's like, so fucking what? For what you just mentioned then. So what? When that's how they can end sets. It's but like, like it's crazy. Like they, every week it's the same thing. It's like, like every single week they, they seem to win the, fo- like apart from when they played Pandora, like they win the forward battle or at least hold their own in the forward battle in the middle of the field every week. Like yeah. they have more play the balls in the opposition 20 every week, whether that's because they can't defend or whether it's because they're just getting down. I don't know, but it, it they, I, I'm pretty sure they're first now in opposition 20 play the balls. And it's just ridiculous how awful the attack looks. So like in this game, it was Alex Johnston beating his man and Damien Cook getting a bit of a fluke try and broken play. And that was it. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, Canberra scored two two tries of forward passes, but fuck, who gives a shit? Like we could have, Canberra messaged me, fuck, he's a dickhead at like twenty nils. Oh, as soon as Cook scored, he's like, oh, I'm worried. I'm like, bro, we could sit here till ten p.m. and see us aren't scoring four more tries. Like, relax, you're fine. Um, like the attack yeah. is just so bad. I I don't understand it. Uh, you, you, you told me this this Jason Demetrio character knew what he was doing. Oh, it's my fault. <laughs> yes, it's your fault. You said this guy was a good coach, and I listened yeah. to you. Yeah, you know, there we go. Well, then now it's it's all on me. Now this is you're right. This is all my fault. Well, I'm would my, you I'm like okay to apologize to the South fans that listen to this show? No, I wouldn't. I'd like to say <laughs> you had your fun. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, some of us haven't had a good team end of due, and uh, yep. that's, I think it's how it works, mate. In this podcast, you know the same thing. Like we can, but we can't have. We had any years where we both made the final. Oh, 2015, we both made the finals, but we got bounced in week one and we're terrible. And 2018, we both made the finals, but you got bounced in week one and we're terrible. So, no, not really. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's yeah, two no, bad teams. You don't talk about that's it. Yeah. Only one good, one bad. Yeah. But South, as you said, that the play the ball thing is it, it's, it's a good and a bad stat, right? Because you leave the common the play the balls in opposition 20 because you can't fucking score off them you know and and obviously you can get down there but it's like you keep getting play the balls because you can't score off them you know you keep them more, like other, some of the other teams can score off you know every set pretty much Panthers are scoring a try or someone's going to try on there and then the other end you guys are not conceding many because your defense has gone to shit yeah and no one's talking about that no one's talking about how easy they're leaking points right now and too much of South discourse has been boiled down to Adam Reynolds and I think that's a really convenient excuse and paper over cracks of Lots of issues at the club. Like this week, Latrell and Ken Murray are massive outs, obviously. But this week, like you can see the massive impact of no Ken Murray as well. Nobody goes to the line. The attack in the 20, I mean, they had what one time was like scoring when Johnson had that try, the trials rolled back. But Canberra's defense isn't good and they were gobbling you up. Yeah. It like, was, it was, it's like, it's just one out bullshit. And then they try the sweep to Johnson, which everyone sees coming. Cause it's not fast enough yeah. as, as it needs to be. And, and completion rate is obviously it means something, but everyone who listens to this show knows it doesn't mean everything. And an example on this game is that set just said, we just said that Johnson try scoring set. And we threw the ball at the back was given no try. That's an incomplete set, right? A complete set is when Lachlan Elias kicks the ball into the shins of the guy in front of you. Which one's better? The try scoring opportunity is better. That's if you didn't if you didn't know that's what the one that's better. The problem with South is not just set completion; it's the effectiveness of their sets, and they're completing that's they're not finishing them effectively. You can make mistakes that aren't that bad, 
and you can complete sets that suck. Like it's very rare in the last years of rugby league that the team leading completions was any good. You know, like we had had a massive period there. Remember, I think it was last year they had like the Warriors were first, the bad Bulldogs were first like three years in a row. Like doesn't mean anything. You know, it's how yeah. they finish their sets or how they use possession. And you know, we talk about key players and not lose in and Reynolds and whatever their impact, but guys like like Walker, Ilias, and Tarf or Walker has the most errors of any half in the competition. And Ilias has the most errors of anyone who's played seven every week. He just fucking drops the ball all the time. Like, I don't know, like, not even getting tackled, Cody. He just, like, yeah. he, just, like, he got the ball for scrum and just, like, fucking took two steps and then dropped it. I'm like, what are you doing? He's done it, like, five times this year. I'm like, yeah, so only other half of more errors than Ilias is Nico Hines, but he's played fullback. So, you know, whatever. So those two guys are leading the cop. Like, you can talk about Haas play all you want, similar completion rate, but they're part of the problem, you know, and people think, Reynolds isn't a loss because of completion rate or some garbage, whatever. And Tars made t- more mistakes in games he played in as well. Like, so it's not just the forwards or the big I mean, dumbos dropping it. It's not. Those guys are making really bad mistakes. And there's things like Ilias, like when he threw that pass from the Campbell Graham's arm that hit the ground and went for a try against, against Brooks scored that try, right? That technically is in the Lachlan Ilias error. So he's missing errors like that in his error count as well because the other guy dropped the ball. Mm. Not Ilias. And uh, yeah, just, the, the attack looks anemic without the trail. Maybe that'll get better. And it probably will get better. It can't It can't not get better. It, it, the trail make a big difference, but they're just he's not going to fix a defense on his no. own. And, and Cam Murray will do a lot as well. But Mark Nichols, will. Mark Nichols, Cam Murray coming back does help a lot it's in, big on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and if Murray does play this week. I know we joke about Mark Nichols, but he's a good player. And he's a damn sight better than a lot of these guys that are playing... Big minutes. Also, we lost to Tola on the first tackle of the game. He did. Why is Josh Papali yeah, just allowed to run and forearm people in the face and like no one except me seems to care? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but, the, but yeah, the Raiders in this game as well, the last two weeks, they, as you said, they look like wooden spoon, nearly favorites for the first half, uh, eight weeks of the season. They The fans looked the same. The way they're playing was the same. Mm. And somehow that's just flicked around. Into, it's been a weird season like that. I don't know yeah. why or how, but some teams have flipped I their mean, form in a week. Like yeah, the Tigers uh, are okay now. Brisbane are good. Raiders I, are okay. I came into this game thinking we were going to lose and then having, oh, the same thing. having Papali, you know, punch one of our players in the face off the kickoff and get away with it. And then, then score a try off a pass that went literally five meters forward. Two minutes later, I was like, ah, yeah. And yeah, like this yeah. game's this game's already over. And then you lost uh, Tane Milne as well. Who's you know, obviously oh, not no. great, but still another player. But yeah, yeah, like this game's like the. It seems people didn't think Cam Murray outmatted. It's a like, weird one. Yeah, it's like Murray out on top of the troll is huge because no one has like you have no first receiver half the game when Murray's not there, and the body's emotion is terrible. And again, I'm not trying to lump it all on Ilias. It's part of the whole team, but there's heaps of times in this game where like they throw the ball to Ilias and nobody's moving, like he just runs across for a little and passes it to someone, but everyone's standing still. Application attitude is terrible, and it's not just and it's not just about Ryan Reynolds. South have been really fucking shit, and Ad Reynolds would have helped, but I think people still talking about that. It's giving an excuse for everything else at South. Yeah, yeah it's not about no Reynolds anymore. They're just not that good this year. Yeah, it's not about Reynolds anymore, right? It's like it is weird though. Like I understand that everything we've just talked about is reality, but at yeah. the same time. We could just as easily get our two best players back in a couple of weeks' time and go on a run. You could be. You could. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's that's been happening this year. We've seen quite a bit with you teams. He, he might they might come back. Troll will come back and make a difference. Who knows when he's back? But he'd make a difference, and he might go on a run. But as things stand, they're fucking terrible. Like yeah. And there's only so I feel like there's only so many more times you can see like thirty plus points. And people, I don't know how people are ignoring that. But you play the Tigers this week, right? And then you've got a, you've got a pretty good run. You have Tigers, Titans, and Dragons. But if you're missing Trell and Murray for both those games, all those well, games, Murray I reckon will definitely you can lose be back for the second of he, those three. Does games. he play it? No, no, no. Because he could play this week. I don't I know. Want but him does to. he after Origin? Like, does he play? Yeah, it? yeah I don't want him to play Origin either. Yeah, no, I think if he plays Origin, I'm not sure if he plays that game. Maybe right, he does. Right. Well. Yeah, thing, but, but I, I, the cl- I, this is why I fucking hate Origin, dude. That you can't miss like three games of club footy, and then be rushed back from a v- injury to fucking play a game for a team that's not your club. It's fucking. Yeah, so you uh, you got your Origin by though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but you have that, and you have drag. But yeah, it's just, and then who knows? I think that's one of the things. Bonus of the trolls injury almost being a little longer is that. I reckon he'd been, he'd been fighting to play Origin if it was different, if he was a bit shorter. But yeah, there's just a lot of issues there that you know, just the depth has been terrible. They haven't brought any other backs in after the like, after round eleven. Like other teams have, have given some other guys a run, and you know, Trent Peoples is okay. He's playing now because you have no other back rowers. It's not it's not great. Yeah, he hasn't been good, but he has a yeah, funny um, name. So the I'll Raiders like. got what Jack White had a pretty good game. Uh, uh, fuck him. Move on. <laughs> um, uh, who else? They, they, they were pretty good and Xavier Savage scored one of those tries we thought he was capable of unfortunately for you it was against the Raiders sorry I was watching the, the I was watching but... Drive to Survive at that point there you go smart smart call Thank and you. they've got uh, Fogarty back this week so maybe they're okay now which is weird who gives a shit uh, Cronulla <laughs> 25 Gold Coast 18 uh, they nearly fucked this up didn't they my you almost, god they did yeah. almost fuck it up yes Lachlan Miller, though, the Rugby Sevens hero, scoring a Rugby Sevens try. That was fun. Yeah, that, that was fun. I mean, they, they Did you see that Rugby got... Sevens game this week where the dude stood under the crossbar with the ball in his hands for like two minutes? Yes, I did see that. It's the, is it not the most rugby thing ever? Yeah, very funny. Yeah, it was quite funny. I mean, it's there for two minutes. The other team wouldn't come to him. But it was one of those things. Both teams benefited from it. Yeah. But I do, I, I do think there's actually a pen. Like, I think that you can get penalized for that. Just the referee didn't. I, I, like, I don't know. Like the ball's in play, though. I understand, but it's like there's, you know, there's all these dumb fucking rules and rule books about like keeping the game going, all that kind of garbage. I think it's like whatever. Who cares? But this game, Lockley Miller had a had an awesome debut, which is um, which is nice. So they were really missing. Obviously, that Will Kennedy, they were all missing something in their structures. But man, Fitzgibbon, what's doing with Wade Graham playing over Tate Milton? I don't like that. I don't like that like, one bit. What, they're, it's the same thing in this game as I talked about those Corey Pakes numbers earlier. There's not enough sample size yet for this, obviously, but they look shit house until T. Wilton comes on, right, with the ball. Because a lot of their structures based around that left hand side attack. And T comes on, and all their points pretty much come after that point of the game. And he, I know he still played most of the game on that left edge, T, but it's like, what's the point of that first 30 odd minutes where Wade Graham gets to play there before T. Wilton? He plays 47, but like, just the way, the way he runs his hard lines, almost defines the entire shape on that side. Like the the great brilliant pass from Nico Hines to to uh, to set up that uh, Ronaldo Militalo try. If you guys go back and watch that, 
like the the line Nico Teague Wilton runs. That's where the try was created, and Nico could have they would have scored no matter who Nico passed it to. He threw the beautiful pass and took the the hard option and, and landed it to Mulatalo. But Teague runs a nice hard line that freezes two defenders and leaves a three on one at the back. When Ray games there, he wants the ball. You know, and it changes the entire structure of that edge. And and even if Ray Graham runs the line, right, it's not hard, it's not fast, and nobody gives a shit. Like, he hasn't got the running game threat anymore that, you know, the center isn't turning his shoulders in. And Teague does that, and that whole t- team looks better on the left-hand side when he's out there. And it happened last week at Magic Round, and the same this week, that I don't understand why he's doing that. I know there's obviously some seniority things, but you'd think Fitzgibbon, being new there, probably had the balls to do the right thing, and Wade can play off the bench in the middle. But I think... I don't know why you'd, you'd hamper your own left edge. Everyone knows how good it is when it's when it's going well, and it went well in this game when Teague came on, but it seems to be what they're going to keep doing because Way Graham is there again this week. Yeah, I don't it's like weird. it. And Blake Bradley had a stormer in this game, by the way. It's an absolute crime that he didn't get... I mean, the Dallium, nobody cares, but it's a crime he didn't get three Dallium points in this game. Also, you said last week, go win a game outside of Sydney, you frauds. And they yes. said, okay. They said, okay, they they just beat the Titans up, the, up there. There you go. You gave Good them an them. assignment, and the team of the podcast achieved yeah. oh, that assignment. For so. people who didn't know, we both cold-trained the Sharks. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. I wanted to do the yeah. Tigers, but I didn't do, I didn't declare it to anyone in time, and then the game started, yeah. and I was like, oh, I can't do it now. But Yeah. Uh, but you team of the podcast, worked mate, out your okay. teams, are, what are you, are they 6-0? and Not good. The, the teams was... of the podcast are over the imposters, 6-0. and the Broncos mm. and the Raiders over the, the Sharkies and the Rabbitohs. I don't think that's possible. Six. Six is a lot. It's five and oh, sorry. Is it six? It is oh, no, I guess it could be six. Yeah, no, it is six. Right. We, we've beaten you twice and South, sorry, and Sharks once. And the Raiders mm. have beaten the Sharks twice and you once. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, both of six those teams must be miles ahead of the other two on the ladder then. Well, on the Boom Rookies ladder, yes, they are. There's two oh. teams at the top. Oh, right. Hang on. On the actual ladder, those four teams combined have won the same number like those two pairs have won the same number of games interesting and the two and the two on my side have a better for and against so yeah, they, but the they've lost up. the head-to-head ones oh you really you really showed me with the the ladder. Well, di- the sharks are about the broncos and south are about the raiders so yes i have shown you like they what do you, you mean that's literally what a ladder like, is there's, for. there's six points between the broncos and the sharks great so maybe six, you should have waited points. until you were ahead no to take no, your little well, lap. six and oh you're not ahead you're six and oh is ahead the season ended today the Sharks are in the top four, Brisbane are not, and Souths are in the finals, and Canberra are not. So, and if they then played in the finals, who would knock them out? The Broncos. I don't would know. Both yeah, them well, out we'll see. Six and we have to go to Suncorp if that happens, right? I mean, well, you guys are gonna make the finals first. No, if well, I just said that, you absolute fucking crap. Yeah, well, yeah. Look at you relying on four against six and over your baby. You're looking at the competition ladder like I give a shit. Well, you probably should because right now, yeah, you're not getting that week off, and the Sharks are so. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Okay. Yeah, we will. That's the whole point. Yeah. Maybe just wait a week. Probably wait one more week and you're ahead. So, I mean, I don't, we, uh, we, we win this week, get our buy. We're, we're well ahead, but it's fine. I don't, do you I actually have a buy or are you calling like the Titans a buy? Oh, okay. We do have a buy. Oh, Raiders play better. power. They might lose. Yeah, so I'm not that fuss. I got our head to heads. Oh, then the Broncos and Raiders no. play each other the week after that. So that's do the Rabbitohs play the uh, South again this year? Sorry, Raiders. Do play the Rabbitohs play Souths again? Raiders play Souths. It might be fucking. They, they don't. don't. So yeah. it is six and zero for the season, unless there's finals. Right. Well, there you go. I, I await with bated breath. Yes. Uh, we picked our origin teams. Do you want to do those? Sure. All right. 
well, so we just it was last time around. Yeah. Oh, we should mention the Titans again. I get. I guess they suck. No. Ja- yeah. No. Another part of why they suck. Why was Jared Wallace not playing round one? Mm. Because he's leaving. Tries. But like oh, he's right. been one of the best players the last couple of weeks. Just stupid. Just terrible right. management again. Um. Yeah. So we we just did Origin Seventeens. The teams we picked what this Sunday, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. So let's just, uh, I mean, we'll just do it together. So my back three for Blues is Tedesco, Toto, Adokar. Anything different for you? Uh, no, it's just same. I mean, we, cool. we, what we're doing, I'm just predicting the team they're picking and maybe in my opinion, but I, yeah, that's, I'll pick the same back three. A bit pick, yeah. Uh, I picked Graham and Crichton. You're going to say Stags and Crichton and they're going to pick Stags and Crichton, but it should yeah. be Graham. He's better than Stags, but is he? Well, he's well at, at the things that matter at Origin, like, you know, defending. Yes. Uh, are you sure? Like, I'm not even being serious. Are you like kidding? Are you sure that Stags isn't a good defender anymore? You've been watching. No, I'm sure games? that Campbell Graham's a better defender. I'm not sure. You're not sure Campbell Graham's a better defender than the guy that can literally shoot in and do nothing else. Shoot in and kill people. Yes, it's worked. Right. Oh, that'll work in Origin. The Broncos yeah. have conceded like two tries in the, in their in their own twenty in the last in the last five weeks, and we had the most play the balls in our own twenty, and almost everyone attacks to the left. And you think that doesn't matter that because Stags are defending well there. Stags I is didn't an say player, underrated defender. Graham's a better defender. That's all I'm saying. Maybe physical physical counts, mate. And and I know Stags shoots out one in other end of the field. His kick chase is really good. He's one on one defending, chasing down them up from Campbell from Graham. He's better at great. yardage. He's better at defending. And he would he's be better. Taller. He's better at yardage. Uh, yes, he is taller. But that like they give a shit. <laughs> but height, but. Stags is the yardage and defense are two of the most important things, and Graham's better at both of them. He's not better at defense. I'm telling you, I'm saying physical physical defense. What I'm saying, you're saying one thing, thinks it's your argument. What they're looking for an origin, they want some dumb, angry cunt, which is what Tony Stags is. They'll pick him and he's physical and in their face, and they want that. Graham can shoot in, he can slide, he can play both styles of defense. He's a good player. So but they won't pick him. But I picked him. So fuck him, fuck him. All right, the halves of Luai and Cleary. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Uh, props. I've got Paulo and Haas. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Cook. Yep, good, great. Yep. Uh, I've got. <laughs> well, we're both assuming Murray's going to rush back and play, right? Yep, and they'll pick him in the edge again. All right, so I've got him and Keon as my two edges because yeah, of that. I've got, I've got Liam Martin and Cam Murray as the edges. Okay, I got Yo and yeah. Lock, Lowe's Lock, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Whiten's my fourteen. Yeah, same. I think they'll put. They might pick Nico. They might. There's rumbling. They might. Um, uh, uh, I have Martin on the bench because I didn't have him on the edge like you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I have, I have Saifidi and Crichton. Angus Crichton. Uh, Campbell Gillard's taking Saifidi's job. I think that's okay. pretty much locked in. And then they're going to keep Jake Turbo there, I think. Yeah, I know. So but my I bench is like I picked Angus Crichton because he's better. Yeah, my bench is White and RCG, Crichton and Turbo. Okay. So Saifidi's the one who got dropped. No key um, on. No, I mean, again, I'm picking what I think they're going to pick for the Blues there most. Like, that's what I think they'll Fair pick. Um, if I'm picking the team, there's no obviously there's no Jake Tavojevic in that. And I'm not picking Murray on the edge, you know, so maybe there's a key on. I probably Kyle. would pick like, Murray on the edge anyway, just because, like, he's really good. And I want both of those guys in my team. But, yeah. I mean, I can have both, but it's more so. I think I'd just, I'd just do the thing where I'd, where I'd start. Well, I think, Yo, like. And I'd bring yeah. Ken Murray on after 20, and they both play the rest of the game. Yeah, that's fine too. Well, that's why I've got Martin on the bench for the similar reason. Like once Paulo goes off his first stint, Martin comes on, Murray goes into the middle. You're fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I don't um, think there's much controversy. The Blues want no, those guys like, in, yeah. in, in with a shot. Like, Saifidi is around the camp. Nico Hines might get a run there. And then the centres, like, as you mentioned, there's Campbell Graham, there's Zach Lomax. They don't talk about Matt Burton anymore. Like, that's are we missing a centre in that contention? Brabant Best, maybe. Uh, well, he's injured sure. anyway, but like, Brabant oh, Best yeah, gets true. thrown up and someone threw up fucking Will Pedersini's if that's any shot. But Well, that's silly. I mean, um, then, you know, Adam I think Carl's the only realist, best, I think it's, not I think him. it's, yeah, well, I, I, again, I didn't want to go to full Gronk and pick Johnson instead, but he's had a better year than Ado Car and they should have picked him, but they won't. I mean, it's one of those um, things, like, these origin teams, it's very rare that game one has a lot of change. Like, if yeah. the Blues lose game one, for example, there'd be like five guys dropped. Yeah. Um. So I think it's, I don't know which two centers they're going to pick, but I think it's out of those three guys. I think it'll be Crichton and Stags, but I think Graham deserves it, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, Graham's been around the camp for a long time anyway before he's playing the level football he's playing now. So, I, I know they've wanted to pick Stags for a long time. As we've, they talk about it every fucking year here. So yeah. I just feel like he's getting on that. But I wouldn't be shocked by Campbell Graham being picked either. But it does feel like it's Stags and Crichton. And mm. it would have been probably been Burton's job if he was still at Penrith, which is weird. That's true. Crichton. Um, and obviously, Trell will probably come in for game two and three, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, no Tommy, um, that's for sure, though. Yes. Uh, Pong is the fullback for Queensland. I don't know some people were actually saying they wouldn't pick him, but... Who are they picking, though? Exactly. That was my point. Like AJ I, I Brimson, do, like what? Yeah, who what sucks. are we doing here? Who's okay? Yeah, sorry, who's okay? Like it, it's isn't it funny? You look back, mate. You look. The Queensland has options now, but look at their team round or game one last year. The idiot Paul Green didn't pick Ben Hunt. I hated that. But Kurt Capewell played in the centers. Val Holmes was Val Holmes was fullback last year. And Kyle Felt played round game one. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, so I got Ponga fullback, Coates and Cobo mm-hmm. wingers. Yes. Yeah, I, I have Coates and Cobo wingers, but I, I'm I'm not sure if I wouldn't. If I was picking the team, I wouldn't pick Oates or Tawalangi over. Co- uh, I thought Oates Coates. got hurt. No, he's fine. I'm oh, sorry. I, I thought. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Felt, not Oates. But yeah, yeah, Felt got hurt. Felt, Felt would hurt? never yeah. play Origin. Who would never play Origin under my watch? And he wouldn't be in content, contention now either. But I, I think you know, for mine, I probably might have gone Cobo on the right wing, and then at left yeah. edge. Even though I think Corey Oates is in great form, probably deserves. It, I think it might have been. They might have gone the combination route of Tawalangi outside Val Holmes potentially. Yeah. Well, centers Gagai and Holmes, pretty straightforward. Yeah, thank fuck Holmes is the center now. Um, yeah. Harv's bon- I, well, I, p- I picked Hunt because I thought I didn't know what we were doing, but you've gone obviously gone with Cherry Evans because they're going to pick Cherry Evans, but yeah. I would pick Munster and Hunt. I mean, I, I hate that he's the incumbent. Everyone has my opinion on DCE, but it's like he's probably going to play for Australia over Cleary. Like, it's just ridiculous. And he's the captain now. And with new regime, Billy and uh, Cam didn't like DCE when they were younger. They're gonna just leave him there because they're cowards. But they, you know, have have some balls and get him out. Like Hunt is the has been the better halfback for a couple of years. But DC has. It's not even the fact that DC is not a good player. He's Queensland Mitchell Pierce. He's failed on that stage so many times for them, but he keeps getting a shot. Yeah. I hate it. Um, yes, I think uh, I got Papali and Jai Arrow starting props. Harry Grant a hooker. I've um, I've only gone off what I think they'll do there, but I I would start Jai. But I think they're going to start Tino. So I got Tino at thirteen. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, I've got Jai at thirteen. Same thing. Right. So we've got the same Papali, three guys, but whatever. Tino and and, and Arrow. Okay. So, so we've maybe got the same three actually, middles. You know what? They probably will do it your way now that Tino wears a thirteen at cloud level. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Na- I got Nanai and Fafita my starting back row. Well, Nanai is an interesting one because Billy spoken about him in the same way he spoke about Cobo. Kind of felt made you sound like he's in the team. Uh, I've got Capewell and Kafusi. They're definitely picking Capewell. And I don't see them dropping Kafusi um, because he's a Melbourne player. Yeah. 
Um, but it does feel like Nana is really close. Nana and Fafita is much more fun than it is. Capewell and Kafusi. Fafita's on my bench. I, like if, again, I'm picking the team. Fafita plays. Kafusi doesn't. But to fair credit to Felice Kafusi, he's having a better season now than he's had for a couple of years. Yeah. He's another guy I haven't loved him in Origin, but I don't see the Storm regime dropping Felice yeah. Kafusi. Well, Maybe yeah. They so. Do. So I've got him on the bench with Reese Walsh, 14, Fodawaker, and Rube Cotter. So Yeah, so I've got yeah. um Hunt, 14, and then I've just realized and I've written Jai Arrow twice, which is great. But one great of them just me. be Mofo. There you go. Yeah, Mofo, Fafita, and Carrigan. I think Carrigan. Yeah, I had Carrigan originally, but then I've been I've been digging for Rube Cotter lately, so I had to go with him. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I do like Carrigan, though. That's the funny thing, though, for Queens and the options they have now. I'm not even sure Mofo is been playing well enough to keep that spot. But, like, you know, they're, they're missing Christian Welch. But they have other guys now. You know, a couple of years ago, like, I mean, Joe played fucking last year. Played uh, played played game one. But you look at their options now, like, there's you said there's Mofo, but there's, like, Flegler played last year, isn't in my side. Cotter is a shot. Collins isn't in isn't in my side either, who I thought would walk straight back in. And, and maybe I would pick, you know, Push on Maybe I pick Collins over Fodawaker and just hope he plays better when he's when he's there. But and then even got um, Francis Molo played last year. Right, not not in my side there. And we mentioned Oates and Talangi and there's Nanai. Like they've got a lot of options all of a sudden now after not having them for a while, which is which is good because I know you're not a big Origin dude, Bungers, but the the years when you go in and one of the teams is far worse than the other, and they haven't got Wayne Bennett, you know the result. <laughs> you know, and I do think looking at this year's one. The the big difference between the sides is obviously like Cleary and and like Luai and uh, Isaiah Yo. I think it's a bit big big advantage for the Blues. But man, you look at the packs in the back line, you're not really thinking it's all one way traffic this time. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, I well, I will judge whether or not I care about Origin based on whether they pick Campbell Graham and Keon Colomatangi or not. There so. you go. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that whoever loses is going to make like five changes. We know that, so. Maybe they'll play game two. Uh, Alex Johnson deserves to get picked, by the way. He won't get picks. He's been playing better than that Car. I'll die on the hill. I don't care. And uh, and uh, the Hammer also played game three last year. Looked pretty good. He locked his spot in. Can't even get in the Cowboys team at the moment. He can't. So not not Mm. in there. And uh, Johnson's going to get played when he's like 32 and we can all laugh at him. Yeah, it's going to be fucking... Yeah, I already know that. It's fantastic. It is to... like it's ridiculous he hasn't got a chance, but whatever, it's fine. No, no it's it's fine. He's not. No, it's fine. not. It's it's bullshit. Like it, like the dude's literally gonna end his fucking career with the most tries ever by a person that played this sport, and that Maybe. was somehow not good enough to at some point get an origin call up. I don't know. He's been I playing mean, really well this year. He's been playing really well this year. He's one of the few playing... South players that hasn't been shit. He's he's playing better than uh playing better than he has in the past, but you know he's good. Just because if he gets a Ken on record doesn't mean he should have played Origin. I think it kind of does. I think at some uh, point he probably should have. Yeah. He, 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 so. he, 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 he does Ferguson get to play like eight. I mean, oh, Ferguson should have played any, uh, wouldn't have played Origin in my opinion either. Shouldn't have played. But, but he did like a lot of time. Did. But again, but he does things that you mentioned earlier about Origin players that Johnson doesn't do. He's got better. Oh, now Yardage matters. Not for no, like Yardage Tony Staggs. I mean, Yardage matters to Tony Staggs as well. He doesn't do enough mm. of it, but which definitely matters for the wingers by a distance in origin. He's gotten a little yeah. better at it this year, but whatever. It's yeah, but I just said that he's got better at it this year, but you know, it's not been there his whole career. And now if they wouldn't, if it was there earlier in his career, they probably would have picked him at some point. 
Maybe. But it's not there now, so I don't know if they're looking back, looking to him. And maybe he gets picked if they have like a, one or two injuries and they and they, they think about it. But you know, I've, if I've, he, he's, I honestly think he's the next winger picks. Stephen Crichton. Oh, I guess he could play wing, could he? Like he played, yeah. Like if this year, right now, there's enough guys injured that he wouldn't be that far away. But they're full full strength. They just shuffle someone else out there. Like if if Josh Adokar got injured. And you know Tommy Latrell and all them are fit. They just stick like someone like Crichton on the wing. Yeah. So yeah. why? Why you say he's not? I agree with you. He's having. He's probably having his best all round season. Not his best try scoring season, but his best all round season as a winger. I agree in that regard. I just don't think they'd pick him. It's a shame. Like, they might even sit fucking Gutho on a wing before they picked him. You know. No, oh, geez, that would upset me a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but also they. I mean, would you be Ken's Campbell Graham on a wing over him? Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, you know, so I just, yeah. That's I just think he's the type of player they pick an origin. Or they, they'd yeah. only pick a fraud like him if he played. Can you not? If you, you played said he was for playing the Roosters well. you... or the or Panthers, like they were pissing it in, you know? Like, you know, they've picked, or, or if he played for the Knights, actually. Well, yeah. They played for the Knights. James McManus play played origin. Lots of them. He'd be new James McManus if he played for the Knights. He'd come in every few years for some reason. I don't like that. I don't like the turn that took towards the end. Let's move on. We're just moving on. Just move on to something. Yeah. But anyway, just, we're oh. all going to pick. We'll predict the game against next week. It's before the game episode yeah. next week. We've got to uh, pick our teams now. The teams are picked over the weekend. Nobody really cares about us picking our teams because they're kind of stable. But there they are. Yeah. If you don't like them, deal with it. Uh, you signed Herbie Farnworth again, so that's nice. That is, and what it, like it's just one of those things, mate. Winning makes the biggest difference, and he's being he's been gaslit a little, which I'm I'm pro. I heard Kevy talking last week about like, oh, they're talking to him. You know, might play center later in the year, might play center. You know, after an sorry, fullback end of the year or after a fullback after an off season, and I believe he's called their bluff. You know, a year extension once he shot at fullback. But for mine, I'm just happy that like essentially they've got all this team bar. Corey Oates and like Keenan Paliasia re-signed for at least another year. So, you know, I thought we'd lose Herbie next year, probably lose him the year after, but you know, he's been real good. We're winning, same around for one more year. Maybe he goes place fullback the year after, but I'm not, I was kind of keen to see him get a shot at fullback a few weeks ago and I'm not against him getting a shot at fullback, but I do feel like he's going to ha- have a bit of a reality check. Just like you've seen many guys who think they're a fullback and they go back there and they're okay, but teams aren't looking for okay fullbacks. You know, I think he'd just be okay back there. Like he's a talented guy, but he hasn't really got a big passing game. And you know, it ha- happened to Alex Johnson, right? He was fine at fullback. Nobody wants fine. Yeah. Um. And uh, like, so yeah. The Dragons have staved off some fierce competition from no one well, to we, sign, no, uh, Jack well, Bird. Well, apparently the Tigers. The Tigers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's been a weird saga on and off again, pulling offers and and, re- and putting offers back out. But yeah, that's I guess the okay re-signing. A dra- Dragon fans are kind of happy, aren't they? I don't know. He's fine. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, Good on him. Fuck. Tom McKayley left the Tigers. That's been a weird that's one. Weird. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Morgan Boyle went to the Knights. Millie Boyle, sorry. God. And uh, to make up Upton went there, and so did uh, L- Laura Brown went to the Titans. So the Broncos, they're all fleeing once the dynasty's over. So a shame for the Broncos, but you know, probably good for the competition. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about? 
I don't think so. I don't think we missed anything. I mean, people who come up blowing the bunker up again, which is pretty funny. We may as well talk about that quickly. Like, uh, the, no, the I, don't, funny I thing, don't want to do that. No, the funny thing about the obstruction one is like people have just forgotten that it was given on the field. Like, you do understand if they blew the bunker up, that's still a try. <laughs> you know? Yes. I don't know. It just, it's just, I've been saying. And, and the weird stuff about blaming fans again, as if the people doing all the bitching right now aren't on TV. And fans are always going to bitch. And we're going to admit when there's calls right or wrong, but we're not the ones writing articles every week about it and blowing the bunker up and similar. It's embarrassing. Um, I'm going to start writing an article every week about Alex Johnston playing Origin. Are you? That's yep. going to be the, that'll be a soapbox. I mean, it's been your soapbox for a while. May as well take it on another level. Stand on that. You I really should, man. shouldn't I? You should. You well, should, I mean, really lean into it. Yeah. Why not? There's no reason not to. Hmm. I mean, journalistic integrity, maybe, but no, small price no. to pay to get some <laughs> guy who. You've got to have you know, it in the first place, mate, don't you? What the fuck? Don't do that. I have integrity. <laughs> I just had to. That's uncalled for. Yeah. I have none. I ever tell you yeah. about when, like, people tried to send me gifts and I just had to say no. <laughs> and then, like, sometimes they'd send them anyway and I just had to, like, send them back or like what kind of gifts like um nothing like like after someone tried to send me like a like a 500 voucher for like uh like their restaurant service and i was like no i can't take this um someone tried like pr i had coffee with a pr lady once and then just like she tried to give me like wine as a thank you for this this story that i'd written recently and i was like no i can't, I can't take this like just you go home and drink it that's all right why can't you take um, it Free clothes. Well, it's the same reason why. Uh, I mean, I don't want to. It's not an exact analogy, but it's the same reason why if someone comes up to you in a bar, a stranger, and offers you a drink to buy you a drink, you should say no. Like, it's the, it's the same sort of principle. Okay, get... but what what if what if you're on a night out, you're right. feeling like you want to have a free corridor <laughs> voucher, and what's that fucking? What's that? Is it like the cash app? What's it called that that we use here? You seen some of the some of the Twitter girls call out for what oh 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 uh, Venmo be- beam it beam it that's it beam it what if you want to put yeah. out there you put out a beam it for uh, anyone offering five hundred dollar gift vouchers I yeah. really <laughs> really appreciate it no Is the only okay? people the only people I accept gifts from are our beloved patrons yes I mean uh, like, so it's more your own integrity kind of move oh it's not like a hard gifts. and fast rule but like a lot of journalists are the same like yeah. Like, so if I was if I was to send you a bag of dicks from bagofdicks.com, you're saying you wouldn't accept my, my are gift. The dicks are the dicks vegan? I don't know. Uh, probably. Well, probably vegan dicks. Great yeah. website, by the way. I don't so know. I've always bag of dicks. I just I don't know. Like I've never been comfortable with the idea of like people you're supposed to write things about like them sending but, you gifts. But are they sending you gifts before or after? I don't, I don't understand. Like but both. Or like yeah. um yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just a personal thing. Like, I just never took gifts what, for... What was the implication? So, the, when you're at the bar, bar, bar there's an implication. <laughs> what's the implication attached to a foreign or gift voucher? Like, what's the gift voucher well, for? Well, I guess the implication is like, oh, well, like, if, if I've written a story, like, I wrote a lot of retail stories at one point, and that's where a lot mm. of these came from. But it was like, yeah. I guess the implication is, thanks for writing this story that involved, like, our business or whatever. Here's this gift. But then, obviously they might get in touch with me in six months time and ask me to write something else about a different client. And I'll be like, 
Uh, well, say no, you just had free gift. Well, yeah, exactly. But you know, I uh, I don't want to be sort of painted into a corner one way or the other, and so you just avoid that whole mess, Mitchell, by not accepting gifts. So okay, why don't you re? I'll I'll take the gifts. You read out the gifts. Here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So there you go. A lot of things, but not lacking in integrity. Matt Bungard. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. But as I said, gifts from our patrons are welcome. And if you would like to join that cohort, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies to support us, uh, you get entries to next year's Culture and Cup, access to our Discord server, merchandise, uh, priority at question time, and plenty more. And a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon subscription service. They are Chris Avnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Wayne Ritchie, Alex, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hock. <laughs> oh, fuck. I knew trying to read that many at once without coughing was going to be hard. An anonymous backer, Frankie, Jace Felix Farnworth, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo 98. Oh, God. Lachlan Hancock, Lee Verhul, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Maddie Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins. My ding dong is hard and I am sad. Never trendy. Party keg. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pilt Scores, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, TB, The Black Vegetable, The Not So Mature Institute, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in the lower tiers and everyone who listens. Thank you as well. That hurt. That was a lot of effort. There you go. <coughs> oh my God. Because, like, <laughs> obviously, I, I'm sure you notice I've been talking a lot more slowly tonight and taking more breaths just because, like, I'm still getting back to full health and it's it's just hard to talk this much but i tried to do the shout outs at my regular cadence and my lungs said no no matt not today there you um, go yeah don't say i don't do anything for the people there we go perfect okay we're done done here okay we did it uh we back later in the week with question time stay safe everyone say goodbye mitchell goodbye mitchell that's goodbye from me